Welcome to Boat Down 125, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. From the Sea of Claws. Santa Claus. I am Scott Prime, and with me is Steve Kilowogie Campbell. Santa Claus. Who's also known as Santa Claus. <laughs> I don't know. From the Sea of Claws. When it says Sea of Claws, that's all I can think of is like, I think Sanity Claus, you know, Santa Claus from Nightmare Before Christmas, and there's just a whole sea, and these Santas just swimming around with big claws. That's fine. That works. That works for like a quarantine. Very right? chaotic, yeah. Okay. How you been doing? I'm doing okay. Good. I have uh, survived like what could have been the disastrous football weekend that started <laughs> on Thursday. Um, if if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, I have a daughter who is in a marching band, so I've been going to uh, her high school games in football, and they're undefeated. And then Thursday night, they got just thrashed. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's disastrous. Just boom, right from the get-go. And then I went to my alma mater, which is Choctaw High School, on Friday night. We were playing, uh, it was a uh, rematch of the state finals last year that ended in a 21-14 to 14 loss for the Yellow Jackets from Bigsby. And Bigsby rolled in, and the first play from scrimmage was a 75-yard touchdown run. Jeez. Got, it got called back because of holding. Okay. Then the second play... <laughs> that they did or the first play that counted was a 75 yard touchdown <laughs> shovel pass <laughs> which is essentially a run right was it the same uh, side and everything no opposite side just <laughs> wow. same guy same guy <laughs> uh just, just juked uh, him just the other side and then um my team got it they went four and out and then the uh, other team got it bixby spartans uh, they got it, and they scored on their next play, which was a big long pass. Jeez. So it was fourteen nothing, and they only had two plays. It was incredibly crazy. Um, to be honest, though, you know, like all the sports people around here on the sports radio and stuff, we're talking about like we know everybody's geared up for this rematch, but like Bixby's the best team in state, bar none. Doesn't yeah. matter what division they are; they're maybe even better than last year. And the final score was seventy to seven <laughs> wow now last year they oh. played like last year they played twice and choctaw got beat by them the first time i think it was like 35 to 21 and yeah. then the second time in the state finals it was 21 to 14 and choctaw had a legit chance of you know tying the game up late yeah um so either choctaw got worse bixby got better or both. A little bit of both. <laughs> and for anyone curious, uh, Choctaw has a community they can pull from of maybe half a million. If that sounds way too big for Choctaw. So maybe yeah, a hundred thousand well, people they could probably pull from. And uh, Bixby should have been broken up into about five or six schools by now. <laughs> but they well, stay together. Yes. Yeah, they're they're one of our um high school universities as i call them around yep. here on, on one side of the state we, every time a school gets kind of big they break them into two schools like more you know more or like norman yep. norman versus and norman north on the other side of the state in tulsa they said nah we'll just have five million kids at our high school university so we can be good in everything yeah and they traditionally are so i mean if that's what you're going for i mean it got i don't know if this is it but i heard that they started doing the playoffs one side of the state versus the other that 
and like I said, I don't know if this is true, but I think at one time they just paired them up and like put them in like um, seating, you know, like one through eight for the yeah. playoffs or whatever. And it got so bad that the <laughs> it was always that side of the state that now it's like East versus West. Um, it probably has been for like 20 years or so, but right. I heard that was the reason because of all these um, Tulsa area schools. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. Pink's, Bixby. Broken Arrow. Also, all, all, yeah, yeah. Broken Arrow. All these. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. We got we got crushed. We decided to leave at halftime. <laughs> right after halftime. We, I guess we started becoming band parents because I was like, well, let's stay and watch the band. <laughs> and then, then we decided to head on out. But it, it was it was awful. And then I thought yesterday with the OU Texas game, since it started off the same way as the Choctaw game, I was just like, oh boy, here we go. Did you get to watch that game? No. I know we're, talk- we're talking real life sports, not fantasy. Hey, it's, it's still football. Right. Uh, no, I didn't watch any of it. I was living vicariously through your meltdowns or Jen's uh, what, meltdowns. It was Jen's meltdowns. Yeah. Um, I went to OU. I graduated from OU. Jen cares way more about OU football than I do. Yeah. She was screaming at the TV. It was hilarious just watching her, the emotion <laughs> of her watching the games. But OU did come back and pull it off, so. Oh my gosh, if I was, I know we have a lot of people who are friends of this podcast and listen down in Texas. If I was a Texas Longhorn fan, I'd be furious. I think they were, they were up by 28 to seven, I think. It was 27 at one point. Yeah. And to lose, oh man, I felt kind of bad for the see A&M beat Alabama. I did. They got beat and then um, Iowa uh, so Drew should be happy. Beat Penn State. Came back and beat Penn State from hmm. what I saw. A lot of uh, weird college games yesterday. Doesn't matter the Alabama thing. Alabama will still be in the top four. And of course. Win a national championship. Doesn't matter they lost. Nick still- Saban has a deal with Mephesto. I, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Never ending pants. So speaking of Mephesto today, we're going to, you know, you just listened to us probably about a week ago. Hopefully we get this out tomorrow, depending on Steve's, uh, Steve's taking an insurance test tomorrow for his new job. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we can get this edited and put up. Uh, looks like we're going to be dodging tornadoes tonight. Did you hear this? Uh, yes. I guess we're going to have some crazy springtime weather at the beginning of like why the end of fall, yeah. midfall, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Everybody I know is all geared up, and it's like, there's nothing we can do, guys. So just watch just the news, chill just chillax. So, yeah, so we're gonna be watching stuff. But like I said, speaking of so we're gonna talk a little bit of corn because you know corn is the new kind of like hot topic because we're finally gonna get like a new team. Yeah, which I don't know if necessarily is good, but new product, I guess, not kind of like recolored dice product we're gonna get some <laughs> new fancy product exactly hopefully a new amazing spike i guess we could just cut to that and we can talk about that in the next segment yeah let's just yeah, this is gonna be a corn heavy episode yeah it is because you just heard us like a week ago so like you're you know we're getting caught up you're getting two episodes this month just just enjoy it man. Yep. just enjoy it. all right we'll be right back with some corn We're back, and we're going to go over the surprise announcement that was uh, GW going, oh, you want a new team? Well, how about Corn? Is it officially called Corn? 
Um, I want to call them like yeah. the Blood Skull Gods or something. It's like Bloodborne. That. Let's see. Corn teams are on the way, so it says specifically corn. So okay. yeah. I was. You're right. It could have been something else, but no, it's officially corn. Okay. All right. I was. I think I was getting that. Oh, the team is called like the Blood Tribe. Like oh, that slaughterers or something like that. I think that's where I'm getting my all my little facts mixed up here Did because they say I wanted the team to. Name? I don't remember seeing that. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm looking for it right now because I'm looking through all these little articles. The slaughterers, yeah, are like the skull tribe slaughterers. Okay. Yeah, so that's I think that is the actual like if you get the box, you're technically buying the Skull Tribe mm-hmm. Slaughterers. Okay. Not to be confused with teams like Corn Skillers, the Flesh Hounds, and the Blood Soaked Bruisers, which they mentioned in this article. So because the Skull Tribe Slaughterers are like uh they try to win. They just don't try to beat people up. <laughs> that Anyways. seems counter to their team name. But right. okay. All right. Anyways, we got corn coming. I mean, like yeah. this has been kind of a fake team. I mean, like in my brain, because like, yeah, it was never official. Um, back what fourth edition is about when we started LRB four, LRB five. Yeah, we started on four with the experimental rules that were going to turn into LRB five. Right. And at that time, corn was one of those teams. Like, well. Should we make it official? Should we not? And it was chosen not to. Right. So they have been around in some form or another, and I believe there's been a secret leaked corn team or something on Fumble for a long time. And then, of course, you know, they were made NAF official, so you could play them in tournaments. Right. Them and what we have, the Bretonians, are now the, what is it, Imperial Humans. Imperial Nobility. I'm sorry, Imperial Nobility. Both. So now we finally got all these teams that we've had now from like a fan side of it to reality. Except so, Swan. I wonder if that'll be the next one. A key slip team? I would be down for that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, I still don't. <laughs> I'm going to say it again in case we have a first time listeners. I don't think we need 500 teams. Um, but I know like if GW is going to keep publishing this and this is not going to just go away and sit on the shelf for 10 years, like it has in previous, <laughs> in the past, then they're going to make new teams. They're just going to, cause it injects like life and blood and money into the game. Yeah, so of course. I, I get it. I still think you can kind of role play any team you want. You could ha- take a Norse team and turn them into like a corn team by yeah. like, you know, making them evil and doing mean things. And in a lot of ways, reading from the little fluff of this, it sounds, I mean, is it possible that we just never get Norse teams? Probably. I don't know. I really want a Norse team. I still think we're going to get them eventually. They did just do the made to order Amazon and Camry, which seems odd, but that probably means that there's less of a chance of them doing Amazon and Camry in the near future. I so, think that's exactly what that means. Since they um, haven't done Norris, maybe that's coming up? Quite possible. I, I don't really know. I've heard some people say, like, oh, now we're not, definitely not getting Norris because this is going to replace it with all the... But it mentioned Norris in the in the actual fluff of the article, so... 
Yeah, I think I think we're gonna have Norse eventually because like they don't have to like if they don't want to, they can take the lazy route and not play test the team and just kind of throw it together, make some new models, and everybody's gonna be happy because yeah, sure. they're a, they're a team from Legend. I I definitely think because they're saying like, hey, we'll make you some metal teams if you're really willing to pay for it, is a, a very clear sign that Amazon's and Kimry are not going to be around for a while. Yeah, I think so. And it's such a wasted opportunity on Amazon's. Yeah, I, I, it, it, I'm sure it's too late to already order this stuff. Like if you're listening now, oh, yeah. but the Kimry stuff. I did not put together and I couldn't imagine putting them together because they were like little torsos on top of the body and their little thin parts. And yeah, I paid our buddy Sarge a whole bunch of money just to do that for me. I think me. I had Nathan like, do it for me. And yeah, it's, it's a great looking team, but, but all together it's amazing looking and painted well, but the, <laughs> people complain about the plastic pieces. My God. Yeah. Those metal pieces, little fumbly things just, don't do anything with them. But I mean, the fact, I mean, like, I think the fact that they're offering those teams is still like, I would be happy if I just started playing Blood Bowl and like, you know, I fell in love with Blood Bowl three years ago and I couldn't find those teams. If I didn't yeah. rush out and buy those teams, I'd be really happy. You know, I know it sucks that you pretty much got to buy two teams to get exactly what you need. And there's always that fear that like when they do decide to do Kimry, or Amazon's, they're going to change positions or something like that to make you buy the new teams. But well, I mean, just the size difference is enough. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot more dynamic instead of. That's one thing. Like the new teams, so you might not like that they're on one foot a lot of times, and I get that. I but don't. they are very dynamic and they're very well crafted. That's true. Because a lot I of can't. people were complaining about the old Amazon team. Like, you can't tell the difference between a blitzer and a lineman. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right yeah you can just takes a little effort i mean there's subtle differences there but i get what they're saying though they're very they are they are indeed they're, they're kind of playing they're still playing i don't even own them steve i mean i know you do but hmm. i don't even own the old, old models themselves because i was just like there's not enough here that i care so i went a different direction have you even played them i i know you played them in a elite in a tournament but just one i have time? played them as a I played Amazon's not in a league. I played them in a uh, in tournaments. Just one? No, uh, several. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so the new team, uh, it's a little Looks different like... than the old one. Yeah, it it is a little different. Do you want to go through not... the the things? Yeah, let's go through the positionals now. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I have the a roster here, so I can kind of tell you a little bit of the differences. Well, I have the new and the old ones. So, oh, okay. Awesome. Used to be we had pit fighters. Now we had Bloodborne Marauder linemen. And I think pit fighters are renamed Marauders, weren't they? No, that's a different team. No. Yeah, different team. Okay. I... <laughs> so they used to be 60K, 6338 Frenzy. And now they are 50K, 633 plus, 4 plus, 8 plus. So, so they dropped the armor. They got a little bit cheaper. Mm hmm. And they still have Frenzy. So uh, this Aiken's back to like, kind of like a Norse lineup yeah. in a lot of ways. Oh, wow. They're, yeah. Because they're frenzied up instead of like have the block skill or the fighting skill. Mm -hmm. 
that's how I always think of Norris. They're good at fighting, you know. So, and a lot of this stuff, like we'll go into it a little bit later, but like a lot of the fluff is, is these guys come down and they maraud from the chaos wastelands. And what's the most north? The Norse people. So, yeah. you know, they take in these people into their cult and turn them into this. So I get it. I think it's fine. Okay. I, I, I like the pit fighter name. <laughs> I did too, but I mean, this makes more sense, honestly. I mean, this goes with GW saying, like, we don't want anything too generic because we don't want somebody else to come up with a, a bit fighter positional. Speaking so. of, instead of blood flutter demons, they're now called called corn gores. Um, still zero to that's four. So hard. That's so hard to say. Corn gore. Corn gore. I got corn gores on my foot. Um, I, got, I got one of my hiney. They used to be 80K, 6337. They are now 70K, 6333+, 4plus, 9+. So, boosted that armor. Um, but they did have, have horns and juggernaut in regen, but now they just have horn and ju- horns and juggernaut. Right. I will say this model, actually all these models, I really kind of like. The models it's, do look nice. I mean, like... I don't like that they're all half of them are on one foot, but I do like these models. And I'm this corn gore guy, like he looks kind of like scary. I kind of mm-hmm. like it. It like kind of demon is it stupid cow to, dog, huh? It's like a demon cow dog. Yeah, this is kind of how I want the werewolf to look. Is that yeah, stupid of without the horns? Yeah, this is cool. I like it. Let's see, next instead of corn heralds. We have blood seekers, and before they were zero to two, now they're zero to four. And old ones were ninety six three three eight. New ones are one hundred and ten five four four plus six plus ten plus. And they used to have frenzy horns and juggernaut, and now they just have frenzy. So this is like getting a Chaos Warrior with Frenzy, right? Yeah. This is really just like a Chaos team, just with corn. Right. Because you've got your regular people, you got your Pestigors, which are now corn gores. Not Pestigors, but Beastmen. Beastmen, yeah. And then Bloodseekers. So it lines up perfectly with like Nurgle and Chaos. But just now, this. And then there's a big guy we don't know anything about. Yeah, what, and he's called a what? A blood spawn? Did they... If they said it, it's in a different one that I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah, I believe they called it a blood spawn. Um, so he's going to be your big giant guy. Um, I'm almost there. Yeah. Uh, Corn gores, blood seekers, bloodborne marauder linemen with a blood spawn, a hulking mutant swollen with the blood god's unholy power. These monstrous brutes are capable of tearing players limb from limb in a raging frenzy, or even disbowing, disembowing an ogre with their elongated bone spurs. So they and have the creature frenzy and claws. Yes. Yeah, so they look like they have like bones like sticking out of them, kind of like you know the old Doomsday character from DC Comics. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know what we're gonna get with that. I mean, we know that the uh, the old 
uh, Bloodthirster was like a really powerful guy. So yeah, he was I'm stupid. Assuming, I'm assuming this is going to be very similar. Nah, this is going to be similar to Minotaur. Just with claws? Yeah, I'm guessing. And Frenzy. Okay. I mean, maybe they give him regen since, you know, he used to. I don't know. I don't really know either. Can't... Uh, there is a picture in this article, which I think makes it cool. Some of this art, new arts. You know, it's nice to get the new art. So. Yeah, it is. So this looks good. No idea um, who does it because, you know, why would they credit anybody? Um, so it looks like you're still going to need two boxes if you wanted the whole team Um, because I'm looking here and it looks like you're going to get four of the bigger guys which is now what the blood seeker what do you call them? blood seekers are the big ones yeah blood seekers and then you're only going to get two corn gores so like for somebody like me and you we're going to want two boxes so we can get the extra people and so which means we'll have a lot of extra linemen it looks like there's a lot of little extra heads which is nice because i'm saying like it looks like a guy with an eye patch i think i don't know yeah but i'm looking kind of forward to this and i'm glad for years and i know you have a corn team already mm-hmm. so you don't really you probably don't even need these really no, no you the have other an one. excellent painted quarantine that might be smaller miniature wise than the current stuff but i'm glad i've waited all this time now to finally get a quarantine yeah the only issue is like there was only two corn heralds in the old team and now there's four blood seekers so Mm. that kind of sucks like a lot of people who have the old teams but if you had lord borak or something then you have one there and you just got to find one more but yeah, it's kind of annoying, but it's probably why they did it. I don't know. Right. I was, I'm sure it's not at all why they did it, but it is slightly annoying for that fact. Steve, are you surprised of this announcement being so late? Because through little birdies and stuff, I think we knew about something like this since last December. Isn't that correct? The quarantine? Yeah. No. Oh, well, I didn't anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. If you've got different I... sources than I do, apparently we need to collaborate more. <laughs> I I heard that this was coming either at the beginning of the year or like last year. Like, um, but I knew nothing other than details of like, it's probably similar to corn. Right. Okay. And, um, you know, obviously for obvious reasons, I didn't want to say anything. Until it was announced, so... See, I thought it was going to be uh, Chaos Dwarves because of how the star players are listed out, but this also works because it was... I forget what it was, but, like, favorite of old... One of the keywords had less people than all the rest. I gotcha. So this does say that the Spike 13 will be coming at the end of the year. I think that's really cool. I think it's cool that this chaos like corn team is like thirteen because mm-hmm. like killer you know how people are like freaky yeah maybe it's just Halloween time so <laughs> I think about that stuff but I thought that was cool yeah I am ready for a new spike 
because I enjoy those maybe more than all the other new stuff. I, I don't know if I need a pair of $18 dice, but I'll buy it, probably buy them anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am excited for this team, and I'm going to have to just bite the bullet and have put them together and have somebody else paint them because I don't want to paint them. So. Yeah, and I assume that they're going to come out with a pitch and cards and all that too. doesn't mention it. Though. Oh, I forgot about that stuff. Man, this stuff might get pricey. Yeah. Now I'm curious what the pitch is going to look like. I'm sure it has some rule like if you kill somebody on the first half, you flip it the second half and it's flowing with blood. But didn't we already have one like that? Maybe. I think that's what the chaos one was. Maybe. can't remember anymore. Like, I like the pitches, but I'm I'm never going to use them. They're just taking well, up space. You know, years ago we did that tournament where I used all my pitches just yeah. to have an excuse to use them. So that cool. that's the only thing keeping that kind of dream alive <laughs> for me on that. Mm-hmm. So do you think that we are going to now, since we're starting to get chaos god specifics, so before if you played yeah. Blood Bowl, if you wanted a Zinch team or Slanesh team, and you played regular Blood Bowl, you just had to role play. Like, this Chaos team is this. This Chaos team is that. Mm-hmm. Because you only had Nurgle and Chaos, general Chaos. So we have Nurgle. And this new corn team has kind of followed the pattern of Nurgle. You kind of have a big monster. You have four big guys. You have four, four specialized guys. And but then you have not even specialized guys. Four gores of some type. So there's okay. Beastmen, Pestigores, and now Korngores. And there's four big guys on Chaos, Nurgle, and Korn. So yeah, I... I guess when no I say reason. specialized, I've, I mean like these guys are going to hold the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I think... Maybe I think we're going to get a Slanesh team and a Zinch team eventually? Maybe that's a segment we should do for next episode. We just make them because we know what it's going to be if it's continues on this thread because you're going to have four big guys of four strength you're going to have four beast type things and then your lineman and then a big guy i mean you think that's bad no i think it's consistent okay i was just kind of curious like your thoughts on that or you think like i'm perfectly fine with like you started off saying you didn't like we don't need 500 teams i'm perfectly fine with a ton of teams even if it's a slight variation i know you are so i'm okay with that i don't know other people why i don't know but (laughs) i i still don't know if it's needed but do i think that's what's going to happen eventually Yes, if Blood Bowl continues to be around for a while. And yeah. nobody that I know of have told me like Blood Bowl's on like the cusp of like getting cut or anything no. like that. Now that doesn't mean I have great sources, but that doesn't I haven't heard anything bad about, you know, like oh Blood Bowl's like it's not doing so well. I mean, if they make more stuff, I think they would see great sales. And they keep Dyson stock, they would see great sales, but <laughs> but they don't want to listen to me. So. No, I yeah, I don't know. 
I wish I wish I could get this team that's painted just like this because I just look at this and I I really love how it's painted in the models. I mean it's it's the standard, you know. Oh, corn has to be red because the blood gone yeah, and all that stuff. But but it still looks really good. So that's off to ever. It'd be kind of neat to have them bone white, like a skull, and then just splattering of red. That would be cool. I'm stealing it. Good. I like the. Here, here's what I do like, and this is probably only came out because like are you there with the pictures i was did you see the guy that was like he's a uh, one of the marauder guys and he has like tiny horns and he has like the chaos symbol like yeah. carved in his head he looks like a human that got mutated i i really like how that looks and i know this is really stupid but like marvel has been doing um 40k comics so it, it did some comics with some space marines and now it's doing some with the um I think they're called Sisters of Mercy or whatever. Yeah. They're they're another army unit, uh 40k stuff. And the Space Marine one was really good. I like the writer who did that. It's <laughs> it kind of takes that fluff to another level because like 40k I've always am interested in. But I've never like totally jumped in because there's just so much. It's so deep. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it seems like it's just a, a lifestyle, and I didn't want to totally ever jump in totally on that. But reading the comics, I get to read some of this background and stuff, and some of like these chaos god uh, followers, these cultists and stuff, actually like in the comic was depicted the same way with the tiny just the gifts he just got the gifts, you know, of chaos, of mm-hmm. the tiny horns and stuff. So like seeing that illustration and stuff, just like brought back images of that comic and stuff. And, and I've been, like I said, enjoying those. So if you're out there and you like blood bowl and you like comics and you ever thought about like some 40 K stuff, go read these comics and you get enough 40 K without <laughs> spending a million dollars <laughs> or a million hours of your life, uh, you know, putting together models and never playing. So yeah. Anyways, I, I just, noticed that and i think that's another reason why i like seeing some of this illustrations and stuff of the corn stuff but that's really all i got to say on this yeah i think i'm i'm optimistic about them i think they look cool i'm glad people will be playing them i think the team's better than what it was getting rid of the region you make making the armor a little bit tougher so the team will actually stay on the pitch because that was my I mean, hardest problem playing them. You're talking about for like the blood letter position, or well, the, all oh, you're talking about. Well, uh, but the Marauders are not as tough because eight plus. Oh yeah, because they had yeah yeah yeah. Eight plus is uh, nine. Well, yeah, right. It's eight plus, so it's basically right. so like it's a, a seven. seven. Yeah. You're right. So they got a little bit worse, I guess. In that regard, but they're cheaper. So I, yeah. I still agree with you. I still think they could be and better. the four big guys now instead of two, or just four Dude, strength, I guess, is really the it's main night, thing. It's night and day difference having a guy that with four strength with Frenzy versus a guy with three strength with yeah. Frenzy. Yeah, so, and having four of them, just like... Yeesh. Yeah. So, yes, I still think they got better, too, despite the, the armor going down just a little bit on the, on yeah. the little meat shields. Yeah, so. and like you said, the corn gores are the ones who are going to hold the ball anyways, for the most part. Right. Because they don't have frenzy, and you can actually control them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think uh, 
We're going to see some wild, what is it, wild animal, or what's the vampire thing? <laughs> oh. Animal savagery. We're yeah. going to see some animal savagery for sure on that uh, blood spawn. I'm sure. So. But like, we'll be interested to see the spike. Yep, as always. Yep. So let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll come back with our, our not deep. <laughs> our corn still fluff. fun. <laughs> corn fluff. <laughs> All right, we're back with some corn fluff, and we're going to be like this is reaching the, the shortest segment ever for Team Fluff. Well, I mean, kind of and kind of not. I mean, like corn is the god of like murder and hate and killing and all this stuff. So yeah. you know, you have your forecast gods, and corn's uh, just the one who likes to be like all the rage. He's the most powerful. According to, to the regular Warhammer, not fantasy, corn um, came into being between the first and second millennia of the Terran Age, which would be is that us? Our one thousand to two thousand years, yeah. Ooh, it's like well, okay, that kind of makes sense. So does that mean like we created corn and mm-hmm. we kicked off all this like awful stuff in the Warhammer universe? Yeah, probably. That makes sense. But yeah, he's the originator god. He's the oldest. He's the meanest. All that type of stuff. But when it comes to Blood Bowl, not a whole bunch of history with corn. Um, here's a little bit of things that they mentioned, like in their articles that I thought was really cool. They mentioned they did actually, you know, use some previous fluff where they mentioned, and I think I talked about it earlier, they actually talk about the team Corn's Killers. Yeah. I mean, that was mentioned in the old, like, second edition stuff. So, like, it was kind of cool to hear about that. Another thing I thought it was really cool that they mentioned in their, like, kind of, like, blurb article about the Corn team is they did mention the team Corn's Killers, which goes back. It feels weird saying, like, it goes back... <laughs> to third edition and that being like kind of old school, but it really is. Cause it's been like, you know, 27 years ago or so, um, or close to, uh, when chaos was introduced into third edition as a team, cause it wasn't around technically like as a chaos team in, uh, second edition, second edition had a chaos human team, not a quote chaos team with the beastmen and stuff. So right. third edition brought in the beastmen and stuff. And that was when corns killers was mentioned for the first time, I believe in like a death zone book. Um, so they, they pulled back from old stuff. Uh, I've heard of the flesh hounds and some other fluff stuff. I can't quote exactly where, but I've heard of them before and other stuff. Now the blood soaked bruisers. I don't ever remember them. In Blood Bowl, I'm sure they might have been in some of those did you knows and stuff like that. But or it could just be an internal team. Right. And I always thought the Flesh Hounds were like an undead team, you know, like zombies. Oh, yeah. But uh um, I think werewolves. Yeah. So I stand corrected on that. They are a chaos team or a corn team. Or maybe they were just repurposed for this to take an old team and I'm, use yeah. this way. Which is fine. They've done that with other stuff too. Yeah. So I mean they're, they're at least giving us people who love the nostalgia of the old stuff. They're giving us, you know, bits and stuff that we can enjoy. So, yeah. 
I'm still not sold on this uh, Skull Tribe Slaughterer's name, but <laughs> fluff-wise, but I guess they got to have something on their own. So, Yeah, and as we mentioned before, you know, they were experimental, and then eventually they became semi-official, and it's just never been a whole lot of Blood Bowl fluff for them. Because most people, anyone who, you know, liked Warhammer are like, there's no way a blood letter would be on that field. They would destroy everything. Didn't they actually start for Blood Bowl as like an exclusive team for one of the video games? Isn't that where this started? Oh, wait. Am I stupid? You're right. I'm, I mean, because I don't, I don't play the video games and never really have. Yeah, but I, wasn't I it? It was... Um, the, it, no, you're right. It wasn't one of the three. Damn it. I've been speaking wrong the whole time. It did come from the video game. Okay. Well, that's where it kind of started, right? From the video game? Yes. It's okay. I think. We mess up. At this point, I don't know anymore. <laughs> what were the three experimental teams then? Because it was Slon, Bretonian. Oh, oh, you're talking about the old, old ones. Yeah. Uh, that would have been Chaos Pack, Underworld, and uh, Slon back when we started, like, you know, yeah. fourth, fifth edition. I thought Bretonians were back then, too. Um, I think I they've always not. been kind of a fanish team. That... Okay. Anyways. Well, I probably should have researched. Anyways, too bad. That's okay. This shows everybody that we're really human <laughs> and, you know, they could create their own podcast and do just as good as us. Probably, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't have as many episodes as us for a while, at least. Not if they did one, like, every week. Well, so they, they tried that and they didn't. <laughs> um... Yeah, so like that's where the corn thing was it Blood Bowl one? Yeah. Okay. All right. At this point, I don't know. All right, that's fine. It was a video game thing which became a real thing for you know fan made for a while, and here we are. So yeah. So have you played corn in tournaments or (laughs) a league? Not league. Played them one time in a tournament at um Matador Melee in twenty nineteen. Was it 2019? 2018? No, it was 2019. You're going to tell me, bro. God. It feels like it was five years ago. No, that's because 2020 felt like five to ten years by itself. Right. It's just crazy. Anyways, I took him there um, on my Eight Realms Skull Takers. Just nothing. I got no fluff behind it. I just found a name. Okay. They came from the eight realms and they take skulls. That's fair. Other than uh, that, like, did you enjoy them, or did you build them to do like, I'm gonna go win the you know most casualties or something like that? Do well, those are two different questions, and the answer to both is no. <laughs> so, that's just how that goes. I did not do well. Um, I had one win. Two ties and a loss. And, oh yeah, it was 8 2019. God, that feels so long ago. <laughs> um, I had fun, but I just remember my pieces not staying on the pitch at all. Mm-hmm. And not just being, like, surfed, just being smashed upon the head and my people dying. Hmm. Okay. Because I did that's try fair. to hurt people, and I just didn't do a good job at it. I think that's kind of like 
a mistake that's probably easily made. You see all the frenzy, you see the horns, you think, oh, I can maybe kind of push people around and stuff like that. Yeah, but like, I put Mighty Blow on the Bloodthirster and both Heralds. So it still didn't work out too well. Um, I did not. So here, here's my experience with Corn, the old version of Corn. Um, I've took them to a tournament up in uh, up in Iowa. I took them to one of the three double block tournaments, and um, I did fairly well. I won two games, tied a game, lost a game. Um, my team was made up of a Bloodthirster, three Blood Letters, two Corn Heralds, and the rest Pit Fighters. I remember trying to build this team i kind of stacked it with some more mighty blow and some things like that thinking oh i can get injuries and then i went back to like i gotta know myself and at this tournament i took mighty blow on my bloodthirster a sure hands on one of the blood letters two dodges with the other blood letters to get those guys to move around um with my corn heralds i took one with block one with tackle and then i only took a pit fighter with guard as uh, weird as that is. And I tried not to throw every block possible. I tried to be smart about it to not get myself in trouble. And I think the results turned out really pretty good. Um, I remember that same tournament, Drew from 3 Double Block was uh, playing at the time, um, whatever it is, uh, Bretonians. So we had a Bretonians versus <laughs> Demons of Corn matchup. And it was just kind of fun and interesting. And from what I remember, he kicked my butt like injury wise, but I held into the game and tied it up. So anyways, that was just a fun memory. So my team name was the Brimstone Demons, which is like, yeah, they're the Demons of Corn. You named them the Demons. Ah, big deal. Well, here's where I kind of my fluff is very loose and not (laughs) as probably well thought out as like all the other teams I do. But I did stay up late nights at the time thinking of a team we were playing uh shadows of brimstone at the time of all this because this was many many years ago where we had get togethers and see people in person you know in the before times Mm -hmm. and we were playing shadows of brimstone the cowboy game with like kind of the cthulhu-ish you know demons and cowboys and all this stuff yeah mutations um so in this you know the main like I guess the little town area was Brimstone. So I just thought that sounded like a cool name for a quarantine, like a little kind of crappy town or area. And they're already demons. And like, I love the fact, like we have like, you know, the Duke blue demons or blue devils. And then we have the wake forest demon deacons. Mm -hmm. I think as a kid who went to church often with his parents, I thought, I can't believe they're, they're calling themselves the demons. And as a grown up, I find it hilarious now. So I just wanted to use that logo that I found of like the little demon guy. And so the brimstone demons came into fruition and I named all my players just like I always do. It took a lot of time, but the main guy that I wanted to talk about here <coughs> is, if you know me, you know that I have a Chaos Pack team that has about 50 miniatures. Because the idea is, is there's a bar and there's a man named Bator who runs the bar. And when it's time to go play a game, he grabs people out of the bar and they travel to where they need to go and they play a Blood Bowl game. So at any time, the roster could look different. 
and um basically the models just look different so you know i'm I, when i play them steve knows i would randomize the models if they didn't have a skill the model got randomized to be the same position just yeah. a different model yep. um i had a lot of fun doing that in our league playing um that chaos pack team and the coach like they said the head coach was Bator the Blackhearted, and they were called the Bator Blackhearts. it was my chaos pack team so Bator got his start as a pit fighter here with the brimstone demons so <laughs> in my fluff this was like 20 years before the Bator black hearts ever started so that's how i had to make <laughs> this team that i didn't care about and didn't really want to play for but i wanted to play all the teams interesting and fun yeah for me and Bator was the one that one pit fighter that had guard. So like he was kind of the smarter one who's going to live on after, <laughs> many years after all these other crazy guys die. Which is so, so not like Bator from the Hitman comics. Or the Demon Not comics. at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, <clears throat> that name is totally stolen from the Hitman comics, but <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great name. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, looking at my old roster, I tell you, I'd much rather play that new roster. Because oh. the the old one was just not varied enough and was kind of gimmicky with all the frenzy, but For now sure. with the extra strength and the more options, it just much beefier team. Yeah, you can. Pro I assume that your results would be a lot better than it was before. I now, don't know about that. <laughs> well, well, with the higher guys, armor and yeah, the four strength and yeah. I mean. You know, the armor went down on the on the lineman pieces, but the armor went up on the other guys. Mm -hmm. So and I would I would much like I actually look forward to playing that team now. Because I think that'd be a fun one to play in a tournament. As just a big you. bashing team. Um my other experience with this team I played during I guess it was last year, the year that felt forever. We played a league with uh, some of the three dot block guys as well, or they just wanted to have like a league and get to play some blood bowls since we couldn't see anybody. God, 2020 does feel like a long time ago. And yet, <laughs> like I know it was just 10 one year. years. Uh -huh. Yeah. Anything before feel it's just so weird thinking about like, was this really only last year? Well, it was like two years ago was the world cup two years. That's so weird. Feels like forever. Yeah. So my experience of playing the Demons of Corn is it was a league where you randomly got a team if you wanted a new team. I ended up getting the Demons of Corn, so I took the Brimstone Demons into this league. Um, I had a very, very, very rough time. <laughs> like you, I got beat up all the time. If I hit the ground, my armor broke. I struggled big time. I somehow... I managed to win three games, tie two games, and only lose three games, which put me at eighth place in the league, and I made those stupid playoffs, which was really just killed me because then I had to play the number one ranked team and got slaughtered. So That's usually how that happens. But, yeah, yeah whatever. You get the bonus for saying you're there. I, I did go to the playoffs with this team. Uh, I don't want to play them again. I think that was the final blow of saying, like, I think I'm done with these guys, maybe forever. Yeah. But would you play the new roster? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I would. And truth be told, if we never had, you know, new Blood Bowl stuff and we just had this fan favorite team, I'd eventually play this team as it was again as well. Because yeah. I... Because you just yeah. like playing different teams. I mean, I like really playing dumps. different teams, and I'm not really good with any team, and I'm not really terrible with any team, but I just like playing different teams. I'm weird about that. I'm weird about that. Even like I play like the Dragon Ball card game, mm-hmm. and I never just play one deck, you know, 40 games in a row to really get my deck down. I'm oh, stupid, yeah. and I play it like six games, and then I go, oh, I'm going to try a new person. Well, that's and, how it was in Magic back when I played hardcore, even then. You know, I'd have my mermaid deck, I'd have a spore deck, I'd have different gimmicky fun decks. I'm not looking to win all the time, I just want to have fun. Oh, I'm looking to win all the time. I just want... Well, yeah, you know what I mean. I want to be the guy that can pick up anything and just be really good at it, even though I've only played it like five times. But I'm not that guy. But that's what I dream to be. Yeah. I realize I'm not that guy every time I play a stupid draft on Magic Online. (laughs) Those are tough, aren't they? I'm like, this team looks like it's going to be really good. This is a good deck. And then five minutes later, how do I already have three losses? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always think I do good in those two, but I, I really don't. No. Yes, I would. I'm very much excited to give the new team a try. I think I also kind of want an excuse to get some new models painted and give it a shot. Yeah, I, I think the new additions with the extra strength and stuff would be so much better. I'm gonna have to like rename some players though, because I had a particular way. Like the pit fighters all had like a name and like what they were known for. Yeah, you know, like Bator was the black hearted, Augustus Brutus the Ripper. So those were all my pit fighters to feel pit fightery. So I'm gonna have to adjust my names now a little bit with my fluffy stuff, but that's okay. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's that's actually the fun stuff. The fun stuff to me is the story behind the game. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. looking forward to it. Um, say, I don't think we have anything else with fluff. No, I, I, I really don't. Besides, like, in my world of Blood Bowl, in my weird role-playing Blood Bowl world, this is where Bator the Blackheart was just a normal guy who learned the game, who learned to survive more than anything, and then had enough of this, and then he went out and got a bar, and then he thought, I can make money off these uh, these drunks. And um, he started his own team. So Good for him. So I'm thankful for Corn <laughs> for giving me that. And that's something that will never take away from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's all I got for this. And if you have something to add, you can do that. I, I, I mean, don't. I mean, Corn. I can't believe I forgot it was in the video game because I was one of the chief com- people fighting to get them NAF approved. This has been so long. I mean, like, f- Fluffwise in the, in the, I guess, in the Blood Bowl universe or the Warhammer universe, we know this. I mean, it's really just simple. He's the, the god of murder and ca- like rage and all this stuff. If you play the Chaos in the Old World board game, which I know you've played, Steve, mm-hmm. where you play all four Chaos gods, his is the aggression he's just going out destroying things while in in that same game you know nurgle just sits around and waits because he wants everything to get all jacked up from corn and then let disease to set in so that game is very themey too just like in blood bowl here so yeah i mean corn's just basic he's just go kill stuff go be raged he's the pumpkin spice of blood bowl basic bitch (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I guess so. If you want to, if you want, not really, that. but I mean, just you know, it's I, it's the new, so we don't I have mean, much to go with. If you're playing Warhammer, like a role playing game, and you want just a bad guy, and you don't really want a reason, you just say this guy is influenced by corn, and he mm-hmm. wants to kill everything, and people go, oh, okay, yeah, because that's and how they it just is. accept. It. <laughs> Okay, I think we will wrap this up and come back with the shout-outs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You like the (laughs) shout-outs. That's threw you for a loop, didn't I? You did. I don't know if I'm (laughs) supposed to, like, respond. Is this the segment? Yeah. (laughs) Shout-outs! There you go. You no, you ended the last one going, ooh, I like the shout-outs. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Macho Man yeah. with the shout-outs. Steve Killer Wongi Campbell. All right, yeah, some <laughs> shout-outs. Shout-outs! Shout-out to the Macho Man. Then he did. Uh, yeah. No, Didn't know. he run into a tree? He got in a wreck, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Died from a car wreck. Hulk Hogan did not beat him up. <laughs> okay. I mean, would Macho Man still be wrestling in some capacity if he was alive? Uh, probably, yeah. I'm always curious, like, would he be the old guy that would be hosting, like, WrestleMania like Hogan? Or would he actually just say, I've had enough of this crap? Never he, mind. That's just a weird... He seemed to like game. the attention, so... Yeah, they all do, so... Oh, of course. I mean, I can't really blame him. So first off, we we do a podcast for attention, right? (laughs) That's I guess (laughs) there's got to be some reason we do it. Yep. Um, First off, Aaron Franklin, who we met and hung out with and played at the tournament that we went to this year, the one. Um, He is continuing the Royal Open. So Royal Open three is going to happen November twentieth in Kansas City. It is on the NEF, so you can go there and check. Uh, him and Perrin will be there, obviously. And, uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa. November, November 5th? 20th. 20th. November 20th. Oh, okay. Never mind. That that goes in theme with what I'm about to talk about. Uh, do you have something to do that weekend, or...? Um, yes. Okay. So there we, well, we could well, conceivably go. Well, I'll have to check my calendar. I think I have. I keep thinking there's a. Anyways, there was a, that was a date we looked at. So okay. I guess my little announcement here is going to be a kind of a half announcement. On December 11th, um, me and a buddy, Gary Brown, with some help from Steve, what he can, because I know he's starting a new job and everything. We are going to run a charity event for Brian Mitchell. Uh, if you don't know who Brian Mitchell is, he's the one who him and Johnny P started Zlurpcast way back in the day. Uh, me and Steve started listening to them. We we got very inspired and wanted to do some podcasting as well. Um, they still do like a, a gaming podcast on called Zlurpcast TV. But uh, Brian had, what was it? Stage three stage? Yeah, it, it was bad. Home I mean, cancer's cancer. bad at any stage, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. So he They have... I think it was Johnny started a GoFundMe page for Brian because he didn't mm-hmm. have insurance and they've raised a lot of money for Brian to, for him and his family not to be crippled by the 
finances of this. And if you're in another country listening, you know, everybody in America fears the day that they get like something bad happened to them and they're crushed for life. No doubt. Because they had to have to go to the doctor and stay in the hospital a couple of days. Um, like that is for real, a real fear that I have that I'm getting close to 50. And at some point I'm going to have something go wrong and just cripple everything I have yeah. created. And there's, there's no, there's no, there's no insurance against that. Like even having insurance, you will go bankrupt. Yeah. So on December 11th at nine o'clock in the morning, we are going to do a blood bowl charity tournament. I don't know how much it's going to cost to join, but all the money is going to go to uh, Brian Mitchell's charity. We're going to do, I think right now we're just going to do gift certificates. So if you win first place, you're going to get a gift, or not a gift certificate, a certificate <laughs> that says first place. And it's going to have your little name on it and it's going to be fancy and all that. Yeah. It's just going to be. It's keeping it simple excuse. and cheap so that we can give all the money to him. Right. I, I think I'm going to donate a few of my, some of the artwork that I did on Death Path. I'm going to have those there and we're going to do like a thing where just have some like raffle items. And I think those are going to be a couple of them that I'm just going to throw in there. And I mean, at this point, if somebody only, if I, it only makes $15 and it goes to Brian, so be it. You know, like I wouldn't be a part of the Death Path Creighton. I didn't create the game, but I wouldn't have been a part of like doing the artwork for Death Path if it wasn't for Brian and Johnny. So like we wouldn't be doing pretty, this if it wasn't for that. Right. I wouldn't have gone to Europe if it wasn't because of them. I mean, a lot of our life in the past ten years comes down to Zorpcast. And because we just wouldn't have probably gone to a tournament. We didn't know they existed. Well if we did, they weren't that exciting. Until we started listening to Zorpcast and we're like that sounds That's a little awesome. bit of it. I mean, like going to Chaos Cup for your first time tournament kind of changes your whole perspective of everything, yeah. seeing a large group and everything. And Much honestly, different than if it's been a 10-man tournament. Yeah, and would I... I mean, I've been to Wrigley multiple times now. I'd never went to Wrigley before. Could I have? Probably. But did I have the inclination or the people to go with? No. So I've been able to do things that are life-changing experiences because of this game which all ties back to the exp exploration of the world because of Zorpcast. Right. So to help Brian out, whether we have eight people there or if we have 30 people there, there will, just to give you a heads up, December 11th is a Saturday. We know it's in December. We know you might have an office party. You might have a family early Christmas get together, but that's the date that the store gave us. <laughs> uh, one of them was the 20th and he mocked on that one so november 20th did not happen and we had to go to december 11th december 11th in norman oklahoma at wizards asylum at nine o'clock in the morning there will be a tournament we'll have full disclosure on the rules and stuff like that by the next time we broadcast or it'll be on the both down website either one whichever one probably comes first, both but, but we'll talk about it then as well um, frankly, we haven't ran a tournament with the new rules, so it's going to no. be interesting to like make sure we cover everything on the rule set. Um, I probably will reach out to, you know, maybe Jeffro and um, John over in Lubbock to, at their rule sets to kind of like, you know, see what worked, see what didn't work, and go from there. I will probably keep it fairly simple 
But I don't know how. I mean, it's not going to be no amazing, star but, players. But at the same time, we've never <laughs> seen the star players, so I'm I'm, I'm really torn on this. But um, one me and star player. Me and Gary is going to get together this week to shoot our ideas off of each other's. I I know what my ideas for the event are, and they're kind of out there. And I'm sure Gary's going to have some more grounded, which is probably the direction we should go. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens. So that's all I can give you. December 11th, 9 a.m. in the morning. That should give plenty of time for people who are driving up from Dallas if they wanted not to stay the night, and they can get home. If you if you get this before we settle in. The kind of question is, is like, do we do four rounds or three rounds? Three. We haven't decided on that yet either. Three. I know, but some everybody's like blood bowl hungry as well, and they might want more. As I don't know, I just don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm not. You're not wrong, but three is usually better. Yeah, I've even tossed around the idea of doing three rounds with the fourth round just being like the top four teams mm-hmm. to have like a playoff thing, and then. People could still sit around and play board games and hang out and have some fellowship because we're really missing that. That's true. I'm not going to disagree, but I mean, I know if we're talking about people coming in from out of town, it's easier with a three than a four because that's two extra hours and some that they can get back on the road. Right. That's true. All, All, everything is true, but if for some reason we're not decided, hey, email us, let us know. uh, Yeah. Guest at gmail.com your opinion um, i really don't know how many people can make it being in december but anything we do even if we raise you know 150 that gives them 150 closer so yeah and if you want to donate directly you can just google gofundme brian mitchell b-r-y-a-n and you'll find it yeah i mean he's getting really close on that so yeah and he did get his surgery done it came through looking okay so Hopefully I mean, yeah. everything just goes well. This GoFundMe goal is uh, for $20,000. Welcome to America, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, $20,000 just to keep his family from just being crippled. And he's almost at 17000 And a lot of this, a lot of this is from the Blood Bowl community. So oh, yeah. hats off to yourself for being like supporting one of our own. Because everybody donating 20 bucks to somebody in need. This just shows you that you can kind of move mountains, so to speak, and help out people. So hats off to everybody on that. Um, did you have any other shout outs? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I'm going to give one more shout out. Uh, Eric Nyberger, listen to the last podcast. We talked about not getting some dice that we missed. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's directed me and Steve in the right direction to get dice and help one of us get some dice. And like I said, another one in a different direction to grab a hold of dice. So we thank Eric and all the guys from Florida for your help. And Mark Perry. He tagged me in a post about oh. a dice and was like, well, we already got them. Yeah, it was quick. I mean, like, I kind of forgot the podcast went up so quick. I was like, what's <laughs> he talking about dice? And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we asked about this. And it's like, it's kind of funny that you just... Still, at times, even after doing this for 10 years, you think, like, nobody really cares or listens. And then they show you that they care and listen. So. Also, I guess I'll do a shout-out. Um, if anyone has older both-down dice from our tournaments, Oklahoma, Spikey, Nuffleween, if you have any of the early stuff and you're willing to let it go, let me know. Specifically, like, probably tournaments one and two. 
Yeah, we have some people looking for those. Some, yeah. Some some big time boat down collectors. We'll make it worth your while. <laughs> we'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Uh, that's all the shout outs I got at this moment. Yeah. That's uh that's all I got. I didn't check the iTunes reviews, but we don't get them often because I don't think anyone does that anymore. Yeah, I don't know if iTunes is like a, a big thing anymore. I don't. This is just so many other places you can get podcasts. Huh. I remember I got on the iTunes. Of course, like, if I'm on there, that means it's going to die soon because I'm the old guy. Mm-hmm. That's usually how it works. Yeah. To get over to Instagram and kill it or TikTok. God, I'd love to kill TikTok. Jeez. It's like every female I know just loves TikTok. It's addictive. I mean, it's made in a way to, you know, get that dopamine dopamine going. Oh, dude, they're some of the smartest people ever. I I give them big hats off because I wish I would have thought of like, let's do YouTube, but only like a minute. Yeah, that won't work. Yeah, it will. So. That's all I got, folks. Okay. Well, then I guess we are done, and we'll be back next month, later this month. Who knows? Yeah, let's try to get, like, next month on time. That would be nice. That'd be <laughs> a great reward for people. We exactly. probably really need to anyways with all the new tournament stuff. So. Oh, yeah, and holidays coming up and everything. So. Yeah, give some people to drive and drive to grandma's and listen to some wonderful both down. Exactly. Before fighting with their family. Or during, sometimes. I mean, <laughs> okay, we'll see you. See ya. Oh, and uh, by the way, one last thing. We actually did get something in from Warhammer that I should have mentioned before, and I forgot. Warhammer 40k Orcs Kill Rig. Yeah. I mean, it's big. It's cool looking. I don't know how you could turn this into something Blood Bowl related, because it's massive. It could be a giant cheerleader. Yeah. I, it is massive. You could take the the beast and make it into just a corn beast. I mean sort of. You could you could. I like that the guy's wearing a crown. It's very, very pretty. But golly, it's gotta be hell to put together, right? God, I just I can't imagine. That's why we don't do stuff like this. No, like the kid in me wants to do all the stuff like this. I, I talked about it earlier. Like, a, I'm glad the comics come out because I got, to, I, you know, I don't have to read a book. I can read a comic book for 15 minutes instead of a 400 page book on the Warhammer lore. Yeah. And kind of still get the gist of it. But no, this thing is incredible. I think it's really cool that they're sending in the, us this stuff, even though we specifically do Blood Bowl. I mean, hell. One day we might have enough units just to fire out our own <laughs> own thing and just like not even run a tournament. Just tell people, tell the fans, like we're going to have a Warhammer day and you can come up to Wizards at nine o'clock in the morning on this date and you can play Warhammer with Steven Scott and teach us how to play. You know what, though? We could put this stuff out for raffles. We could, actually. That's actually a great idea. Yeah, because that box... I mean, the Dominion box. We might. I would put 20 bucks in to win it. Like, yeah. legit. I mean, it's it's not mine. So, I mean. That's we true. Re- I mean. We could legitimately keep it. GW wouldn't care. But 
I'm not going to do that to them because it doesn't do me any good just to keep it for no reason. You know, that's a great idea because, like, we want to keep all this stuff because we're little, you know, we're hoarders. Hobbit people. Yeah. We're, <laughs> just, well, I mean, like, I always want to keep every game thing because it's like, but what if one day I'll play, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to play that. No, I think this is a great idea. If they're cool with it, I think we should raffle this off maybe at, at least some of this stuff at the, um, yeah, at the charity tournament. So I they're think that's cool. a great I'm, idea. They're a great company. Or, Honestly, they've never had any issues with anything we've done. And anytime we mention something, so like if since it's not for profit and we're not selling it, that's fine. Now, this thing is really this is where I wish that we we've had this fantasy dream for like 10 years of like having a stadium up at the store, yeah, that's modeled out and in the same fashion of like Brian Mitchell's, like he has a, a half sidelines where you. you and he had a contest where you could paint a model and put him in the crowd and all that stuff. I love, love, love that. And I still want that for us one day. I just know me and you are not modely people mm-hmm. enough and lazy. Like we both rather just go work for a week and pay somebody to do yeah, it. Like, we don't have the money to pay someone <laughs> to do it. <laughs> but when I see stuff like this, I'm like, God, could you imagine that being like in the corner of the end zone? Just like the OU Texas game where they had mm-hmm. Bebo, the big cow sitting over there, the Longhorn. And completely would, redo it as a cheerleader type thing. Yes, I would yeah. love that. But like, I know I'm also not going to do that. But if you are playing Warhammer 40K and Orcs, you need to get this thing. Yeah. It's not out yet. It's soon to be out this October. So This is October. Huh? This is October. No, it's coming out this October, which is now. Okay. Well, I know there was pre-orders for it for a while. So yeah. anyway. Okay. Yeah, but I just wanted maybe, to... maybe it dropped in stores this weekend. I don't know. But uh yeah, this is really cool. Hats off to the uh GW guys for sending us this. And this is our review for this thing. I, I imagine <laughs> this thing's like a real ass kicker on the on the battlefield. Yeah, I would assume so. But isn't everything at that point? Uh, probably. Uh, probably should play some Warhammer 40k or some Sigmar or whatever. No That's idea. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to drop in and give some shout outs to that. No, 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 no. I'm glad uh, we did not forget this because this is really cool that they sent this. Send, send more stuff, you know, like <laughs> four, like four corn teams. Yes. <laughs> I'd be happy if they send us Blood Bowl stuff. That means Blood Bowl stuff is actually coming out. No, yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool that I can't believe we're doing this podcast and they still send us anything. So mm-hmm. all worth it. Anyways, this is the second goodbye. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You can follow both down on Twitter at both down. You can follow Scott at real Scott prime and Steve at Kilowog two eight one four. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guest at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Nothing means nothing. nothing.
Nothing, nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? Or I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah, unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah, Macho Madness. Yeah, has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me see it. Yeah, let me see it. Loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah, I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute, and there is no doubt about it. Yeah, you mean Gene Okerlund. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Outside interference, yeah. In my moment of glory. Yeah, no, I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. And now, not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt must fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Because Hulk Hogan, yeah. I am the cream, yeah, the cream of the crop, and there is no one that does it better than the Macho Man Randy Savage. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah. And I'm talking to everyone in the World Wrestling Federation, and I'm even talking to President Jack Tunney, yeah. I'm on my way, and nothing is gonna stop me. Nothing's gonna stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy and I certainly don't want to diminish your tremendous uh, God-given talents, but but I'm very curious. I haven't seen Elizabeth lately. Yeah, she's on the outside of the ring. Does she interfere in matches? Yeah. Nothing, zero, yeah. Pure athlete, yeah. And I've been, uh, yeah, maligned from the top to the bottom. And because they can't handle the macho man Randy Savage, the cream of the crop, nobody does it better.